If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go, people. Welcome in. Cannot believe it. It is October 28th already, Monday. It's uh, it's kind of crazy when you think about that. But, yes, that is correct. It is uh, Monday October the 28th, couple of days away from Halloween at this point. And what can we say? It has been an unbelievable month in the world of sports and sports investing. And yesterday marked the only time in 2019 where we will have games in not only the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA. 29 games in total yesterday is what we had to uh, dive into and get a little action on. And boy, oh boy, those games delivered across the ball, abbreviated slates in the NBA, in the NHL, game five of the World Series, and of course, a full slate of NFL games to uh, to keep us all excited there yesterday. And it was exciting. Wasn't all that exciting, though, for the Washington Nationals, who unfortunately woke up yesterday to the terrible news that they'd be facing Garrett Cole, but on the mound for them would not be their ace, Max Scherzer. In fact, it would be a guy that just pitched two innings in game three in relief. His name, Joe Ross. And yeah, that was uh, that was the news that they had to deal with. Why? Well, Scherzer apparently couldn't get out of bed, couldn't even dress himself in the morning. Some sort of problem with his uh, neck, whether it be a, a pinched nerve or something along those lines. Said he had back spasms, neck issues. He said he was in un- unbelievable pain, which, of course, opened the door for a bullpen day once again for the Nationals. And that is never good news. When you are going up against uh, Garrett Cole, especially with the series tied two games apiece, three games you had an opportunity to win there uh, in your own home ballpark, and three games you threw up all over yourself. That is pretty much the storyline at this point in the World Series with the Washington Nationals, who, well, there aren't a whole lot of uh, highlights to uh, to look at here for the Nationals, other than the last three games of the World Series, Game 3, Game 4, Game 5, all three games, by the way, 
at home. They have been outscored 19 to 3. They have also gone 1 for 21 with runners in scoring position, including two opportunities again last night against Garrett Cole, an opportunity, of course, to be able to get him out of the game, maybe get to that bullpen, but it wasn't to be outside of Soto. You've got nobody hitting on the national squad. And now we have a situation where every away team has won a game thus far. No home team has been able to actually win a game on their own field. They will head to Houston for game six. They will have Strasburg on the mound for them, their ace. However, he will be going up against Justin Verlander. It will be in Houston, and it will be do or die for the Washington Nationals. And can they do it? Can they win game six, force a game seven, and then have the opportunity to do something that has never been done in the World Series before? That would be win every game of the World Series away from home. And that's exactly what they're trying to do after they won game one and two, sending it back to their building where really at best they just needed to win one game. One game. 19-3 to they got outscored, including again last night, 7-1. to And it has just been, it's been miserable. When it starts to go downhill, it's gone really uh, downhill here. 4-1 game three, 8-1 on Friday, and of course, 7-1 yesterday. Just not good. Uh, Three runs is all they could muster. Going one for 21 with runners in scoring position. When you're facing guys, you know, the number three pitcher, Zach Granke, who has not been great. You faced a bullpen. On Saturday, uh, and you could only muster up one run. And then, of course, you did have opportunities against Garrett Cole, just could not get it done. And ultimately, they have the chance of going into the record books as one of the most disappointing World Series losses since. I don't know. Let's talk about the Atlanta Braves, huh? Winning the first two games back in 96, was it? Uh, Winning those uh, first two games on the road in Yankee Stadium. And then coming back and losing uh, the next uh, four, and voila, history has a nasty way of repeating itself because it does look like that's exactly what might happen here. Good news is there is no sort of back spasms with Steven Strasburg, so they will have the guy that they need and that they want on the mound here for game six. The problem is... You're giving Verlander another shot at you here, only this time Verlander has a shot at closing you out. And if you don't start hitting the ball at some particular point here, Nationals, uh, it would be a very nice, thank you very much. It was a pleasure uh, watching you win a couple of games in the World Series and then throw up all over yourself. And that's pretty much what happened here over the weekend. Can't be good. And, of course, maybe the worst part of the entire World Series here is that Mattress Mac. Yes, that annoying old-timer who sells mattresses in Houston, who's been putting millions upon millions of dollars backing the Houston Astros to win the World Series. In total, he is basically now one game away from winning $19 million in bets backing the Houston Astros to win the World Series. And you got to give the guy credit. Because even when the Astros lost game one, game two, that man kept going to the window, people. That man continued to go and put his money where his mouth was, and he backed him. And it looks like at this point, they only got to win one out of the next two. Looks like he'll be making his $19 million, not to mention, got to have a good six, $7 million worth of advertising that came from his winnings. Some people just always works out for it. Way to go, Mattress Matt. I got to go into the mattress business. All right, coming up, we'll run down the NFL yesterday. Did the dogs win again? We'll cover it. We'll do that coming up next, the morning line, sportsgrid.com.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back in here. It is the morning line on this Monday, October the 28th. Still one more game to go, sort of, in the NFL. Week 8 coming to a close. Yep, Monday night football tonight. Pittsburgh taking on the Miami Dolphins, huh? Tell me you are not excited to get yourself some Fitzmagic taking on Mason Rudolph here tonight, huh? You got to be excited now. Okay. Sorry, don't blame you. Uh, but we did have a lot of exciting games yesterday, sort of. few of them. Two of them. Most of them were actual blowouts. So maybe week eight really wasn't as exciting as we thought it was going to be when heavy favorites ended up winning everything yesterday. Pretty much anyway. Uh, the big winner in the NFL was the sports books yesterday by far. The books Yesterday is one of those days where you want to know why sports books are in business because of yesterday. Days like that will keep sports books in business, rolling in dough, as we had explained to you all week long last week how the dogs, the story of the NFL season through the first seven weeks was all about how the dogs were absolutely dominating the books. In fact, uh, they were covering at a 60% clip which is pretty much unheard of through the first seven weeks of the NFL. And we told you there's got to be a little regression here, people. You don't have to be a uh, mathematician here, an analytics genius to understand that there is no way that underdogs are going to continue to perform at a 60% clip throughout an entire NFL season. So when would that regression hit? The answer, uh, yesterday. And this will be the first wave. We watched favorites go nine and five against the number yesterday. Uh, A little more regression took place, of course, uh, as the favorites went uh, seven and six also over the last couple of weeks last week. So together, we're starting to see favorites, the cream of the crop, these teams that should win, who are priced to win 
actually do win. And that's what you had yesterday where the big favorites, uh, the favorites of the day, teams like uh, the 49ers, the Rams, the Patriots, uh, the Saints, uh, all big double-digit type of favorites, including the Packers last night taking on the Kansas City Chief on the road at Arrowhead Stadium. What was going to happen there last night? Aaron Rodgers taking on Matt Moore. And yet you've got Aaron Rodgers as a five-point favorite in that game. Five and a half in some books. Even opened up at six. A lot of very head-scratching lines heading into the weekend going, are these teams really as good as, well, I mean, are they that bad? I mean, is it really nine points? Is that what Patrick Mahomes is worth? Well. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're going on the road and you know that you're not going to face Patrick Mahomes, um, yeah, you're going to have an opportunity there, I believe, at some particular point to go, you know what, guys? Yeah, no, we're good. We are absolutely good. And they were good last night, big time, in fact, as the Green Bay Packers managed to pull off the victory in Arrowhead, unbelievable too. Game, not exactly what people were thinking. Thirty-one to twenty-four was the final of that game last night, as the Green Bay Packers closed somewhere around that minus uh, that minus five mark, I believe, five and a half exactly. Um, yeah, the Packers five and a half road favorite. The total forty-eight. Saw that, kissed that goodbye too. That went over. There were a lot of people who did not think. There was any way in hell that you were going to get Matt Moore to produce enough points for that to go over last night. In fact, a lot of people thought the under was going to be the play. Under was not the play. And Matt Moore, well, he came to play last night, guys. Uh, There really wasn't a whole lot more I think Matt Moore could have done. He was 24-36, 267, and two touchdowns, guys. He made possibly just two bad throws all night. And keep in mind, this was a guy that had retired, was actually in the front office, part of the scouting department of the Miami Dolphins when Andy Reid picked up the phone and said, hey, you want to come out of retirement, come and back up Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Andy Reid convinced them to come to Kansas City, and I think he's glad he did because what he showed last night is that he is more than capable. Uh, The thing that ended up getting the Kansas City uh, Chiefs last night uh, was a LaShawn McCoy fumble in his own end there late in that game, which gave Aaron Rodgers the ability to, uh, once you give him a short field there in that spot, the defense did their best, but Aaron Rodgers uh, continues to be Aaron Rodgers in Arrowhead, uh, made a big throw there for the go-ahead touchdown. Matt Moore came back, brought his team back for another touchdown, but unfortunately, it was Aaron Jones who just completely ran over the the Kansas City Chiefs last night. It was a monster day for Aaron Jones. Not a great day, of course, for LaShawn McCoy. And uh, yeah, Matt Moore actually had the Chiefs ahead at halftime, 17-14 last night. He did everything he possibly could. Hit Travis Kelsey on an amazing pass uh, in the end zone. Really good. He had uh, Hardman also he hit for a touchdown. Uh, They were able to run the ball. There was a lot that was going well for the Kansas City Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes under center. But ultimately, it was the Achilles heel of any football team, turnovers. Turnovers is a problem. Turnovers is a big problem when you are playing with a backup quarterback and you give a guy like Aaron Rodgers a short field in order to be able to make you pay and pay is exactly what he did. But Aaron Jones ended up uh, one final play there in the fourth, ended up uh, and Andy Reid. I guess maybe the biggest controversy last night was with about five minutes left to go in the game, tied game. And Andy Reid opted to punt the ball instead of uh, going for it there uh, on a uh, at the, about the 50-yard line. Gave it back to Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers uh, basically never gave the ball back uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs as a screen pass into the hands of Aaron Jones. Ended up going 67 yards to the house. And that is ultimately what decided the game. And now the Green Bay Packers are 7-1. And the Chiefs 
are five and three. So good game, entertaining game. Not the game that a lot of people thought they were going to get. Some people thought that we're going to go contrarian. We're going to back the Chiefs five and a half. Andy Reid, extra time to be able to prepare for Aaron Rodgers and company. And it proved to be pretty spot on right up until the point where, yeah, they lost by seven instead of five and a half. And again, that over cashed big time last night. I don't know that anybody saw over 50 points happening in that game, but if you did, congratulations, you cashed it. All in all, though, yesterday, guys, all in all, home road team split six and six against the number. That doesn't include the London game, by the way, which was actually also pretty entertaining for at least a half until, of course, the Rams realized they're the Rams and the Bengals realized we're the Bengals. We're really not supposed to be in this game. Unders went seven and six all in all there. And when you take a look at it, favorites straight up yesterday, 11 and two. That's right. Favorites, 11 and two. Two outright dog winners yesterday, guys. Two. And I think we had both of these there yesterday. The Chargers got outchargered by the Chicago Bears. That is correct. Only the Bears could lose a game like they did yesterday, 17 to 16. Uh, Phillip Rivers actually wasn't even on the field, uh, causing any of the aggravation for. The Chargers yesterday. Nope, it was all on Matt Nagy, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and Eddie Pinheiro, their savior kicker this year. Yeah, did not work out there. Missed a 41-yard uh, field goal as time expired, giving the Chargers the win. The other outright dog to win? Yeah. The team that everyone stuck a fork in, the Philadelphia Eagles. Not so fast. Eagles put it together and ran over literally the Buffalo Bills yesterday. We'll have more on that game, plus the rest of the day, including Danny Dimes. How'd he do? We'll cover it next, coming up on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so it might be time to put your money where your mouth is. Go ahead, take a shot, open yourself up a sports wagering account with FanDuel. It's Jersey's largest sports book. If you head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's right, a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid, whether it's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports, guys, you are in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And week eight coming to a close tonight. Pittsburgh Steelers taking on those uh, those really those Dolphins there of Miami uh, laying 14 points here tonight. Not sure anybody's. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. It's about exactly how I feel knowing I'm going to have to watch that game. And, uh, but listen, 14 points is 14 points. A victory is a victory. doesn't matter what the teams are. Only matters what the numbers are. And can the Dolphins cover the 14 or will the Steelers go ahead and run away with this game? With old Fitzmadrick at the helm. Interesting game, is say the least. What makes it interesting, of course, is the number. And the number is 14. So we'll see if that's going to happen here tonight. But yesterday, we had some very interesting games. Very interesting underdogs. We had a lot of favorites, we told you, that ended up covering yesterday. Including the 49ers, who... The bloodbath that took place yesterday in San Francisco. One of the teams uh, a lot of of folks were high on, of course, was the Carolina Panthers. Uh, We had had another Josh Allen kid member, I believe, uh, or Brad Allen, somebody Allen. Doesn't really make a difference because just call him Cam Newton now because Cam Newton will be back as the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers as they got mauled yesterday, and I mean absolutely mauled 51-13 to in Santa Clara as coming off a bye week. Uh, you know, we were all supposed to see the Christian McCaffrey show, and the Carolina Panthers were supposed to put the San Francisco 49ers in their place. They were supposed to bring them back down to reality. Instead, they got bulldozed in the worst way 51 to 13 we are talking about a uh, we're talking about a guy now that had not in relief of uh, of Cam Newton had not thrown a interception at all Kyle Allen he was undefeated as a starter he was 4 and 0 uh, the team was much better with him. Christian McCaffrey was better everything was better with Kyle Allen right up until the point he played the San Francisco 49ers defense at which particular time, yeah, he threw not one, not two, but three picks. The offensive line struggled to protect him all day. The 49er pass rushes, the defense just absolutely ran them over. They had no answer. They could not stop the run, which has been their Achilles heel, the Carolina Panthers, all year long. Really good defending the pass. Not really good at defending the run. And what can you say? It was it was unbelievable. 338 total yards of offense. That's what the 49ers put up on the uh, on the defense of the Carolina Panthers. New formations, uh, we trick plays. Uh, give it to Kyle Shanahan. Really figuring out ways to use not only his newest weapon, Emmanuel Sanders, yesterday, uh, but really just taking it to the Carolina Panthers at home, putting their stamp on this season. If you are not a believer of the San Francisco 49ers, you ought to start believing here, folks. They are by far the best team in the NFC and could very well be the most dangerous team in the NFL, including even against that that New England Patriots team, who it was time to celebrate yesterday. That's right, the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick 
milestone yesterday. And what was that milestone, guys? Well, they won. What a shock that is. But they won in amazing fashion, too. Beckham at the top. Gilmore on him. Here's Chubb's first handle. Chubb. The, ah, the football comes out. The football is scooped up by Hightower. And he takes it home for the touchdown. Chubb's first handle coughs it up. And the New England defense has scored yet another touchdown. Yep. Uh, um, that He would eventually cough it up again on the next possession, too, as well as he was running towards uh, the end zone. Yeah, until a ball was punched out and given right back to the uh, New England Patriots. And then, of course, there was a shovel pass that went to the New England Patriots defense. Also, a comedy of errors in this game by the Cleveland Browns, which should come as a shock to absolutely nobody. But the Browns were coming off a bye week. They were going to have time to prepare for New England in Foxborough. Yeah. They were able. I will say this. Uh, Nick Chubb did run all over that New England uh, defense there. But ultimately, what's the big deal? Um, a, the bend don't break opportunities of the Patriots and the Browns continue to just shoot themselves in the foot and now find themselves two and five on the season there. Two and five. This was the team that was. Uh, going to the Super Bowl, this was the team that uh, most people thought would win 10 games. Uh, now their schedule does get easier, but it really doesn't matter how easy your schedule it is when you continue to shoot yourself in the foot. Marks uh, A mark of a playoff team and a very good team, of course, is those that don't turn the ball over and don't continue to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. But that is exactly what Freddie Kitchens and the Cleveland Browns continue to do. All the talent in the world on paper don't make a damn bit of difference if you don't execute. Patriots executed. Cleveland did not. And, of course, Tom Brady, he executed yesterday, threw for 259 yards and two touchdowns. Bill Belichick got his 300th, that is right, his 300th career NFL coaching victory. And, oh, yeah, the uh, the 10 points that they were laying in this game, that being the uh, New England Patriots, it was closer to th- close. I think it opened up at 12, 12 and a half. People were buying Cleveland all week long, bought it all the way down to 10. Well, how'd that work out? 27 to 13 is what the final was. Yep. Uh, three straight fumbles, turnovers in the first half really doomed and give you everything that you need to know about what the Cleveland Browns were doing. So, yeah, Cleveland Browns, not good. Congratulations to New England. They continue to win games, uh, and that's exactly what they do. Now, the benefit of an easier schedule, sure, uh, but you still got to win. And when they did, that defense only giving up, again, 13 points in what was a ridiculously wet weathered rainy cold day at Foxborough seemed to play right in to what the New England Patriots love to do which is dominate in all three facets of the game and that's exactly uh what they did but we did tell you of course that it wasn't always about the favorites yesterday the Philadelphia Eagles who I'm not sure any team has had to go through more crap than they've had to go through over the last week or so here as infighting, turmoil, reports, people stabbing each other in the back. This is a team that uh, can't stop the run. They can't run the ball. They lost Peters. They're going to Buffalo. And Buffalo, of course, they just do everything right. And yeah, the problem with Buffalo is that their five victories have come against teams yeah, they're 6-27 and 27 on the year. So this was, even though a losing team, this was a championship-caliber team. The guys on this team, many of whom have Super Bowl rings on, and their backs were up against the wall. Their third game on the road, going to Buffalo, they could ill afford to lose yet another one. And what did they do? Well, 
Everything that they were told they could not do is exactly what they did. Up to 40 mile per hour wind gusts up at the stadium there in Orchard Park in Buffalo. And yeah, uh, it wasn't going to be a big passing day. That is for sure. It was going to be a big running day. And run, 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 run is exactly what the Philadelphia Eagles did. In fact, they trucked the uh, the Buffalo Bills there uh, just to the tune of 200 and 18 yards. That's right, 218 yards. That's what the Bills' vaunted defense gave up against a trio of running backs, uh, Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. And Sanders ended up leaving the game. He was hurt. So Jordan Howard and that offensive line, minus Jason Peters, uh, took matters into their own hands and simply just outmuscled, outplayed, Outdid everything, as did Carson Wentz, 17 of 24 for 173 yards and a touchdown. Finished with 104.9 passer rating. Clearly outplayed Josh Allen, who was having a very hard time, especially coming from behind. And once they get behind, this is the problem with the Buffalo Bills. The strategy was going to be make Josh Allen beat you. And he could not do that. That offense is not equipped to be able to come from behind. That was apparent. They abandoned the run game and they put it on the shoulders of Josh Allen. And he just could not get anything done. And mostly give the Eagles credit. 14 plays, 83 yard touchdown drives in the second half. Took eight minutes and 17 seconds off in the fourth quarter. And pretty much sealed the deal for the Buffalo Bills. And congratulations, the Eagles. They bounce back. They get the job done 31 to 13. Plus, they were getting a point, I believe. Yep, they were getting a point in Buffalo. Turns out they didn't really need that point, did they? All right, we'll take a look at uh, tonight's game. We'll cover a few of the other games and a look ahead this week. We'll do that coming up here on the morning line, sportsgrid.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We got uh, truly 
A historic week 11 in college football coming our way. Welcome in here to The Grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Renner. It is the morning line. Looking to get you caught up with everything that happened over the weekend in the world of sports. We'll take a look ahead to tonight's massive Monday night game between the Dolphins and the Steelers. A very important battle, by the way, for the Steelers, as we had told you earlier that the Cleveland Browns threw up all over themselves, now find themselves 2-5 and five in a division where, yeah, it's still up for grabs. Uh, Baltimore is clearly the class of that division, but Pittsburgh's not going away right now, so we'll see what they can do against this Miami team. But over the weekend in college football, if you guys uh, were paying attention, there were, of course, some pretty big games uh, on tap there. LSU taking on Auburn. They were... Able to get past the Tigers, no problem. Michigan, Notre Dame, they were able to get past, actually throttled Notre Dame. So Michigan uh, back on track. Penn State, yeah, was Penn State going to be able to remain uh, undefeated? And yes, yes, they were. They handled uh, Michigan State 28-7 there, no problem on the road. So while this next week, week 10, is just borderline atrocious as far as college football matchups go, they're going to more than make up for it come week 11. Uh, put this down on the calendar, guys. Get ready. November 9th. It will be history in the making. Actually, the first time we've ever seen the combination of two 8-0 teams going head-to-head on the same day. You will have Alabama hosting LSU, number one, number two, guys. Alabama hosting LSU. Both of those teams have a bye this week. Both of those teams will go into that game off a bye in Tuscaloosa. It'll be a 3.30 start, but it will start with number five, Penn State, taking on number 13, the Minnesota Gophers, a Big Ten matchup. Who saw Minnesota being as dominant as they are? Both those teams, 8-0. It will be the first time in the AP poll era dating back to 1936 that two games will take place on the same day involving both teams with a record of 8-0 or better. This will be absolutely epic, and it'll also go a long way in deciding who will be playing for a national championship, not only in the SEC, but also, of course, coming out of the Big Ten. Will Penn State be able to do it? Will upstart Minnesota be able to take down the Nittany Lions? And Saban versus Ed Ogeron in Tuscaloosa. Tua looks to be back by that time. Uh, College football is going to be monstrous on November 8th, guys. So November 9th, I'm sorry. Uh, So make sure that you guys uh, get whatever it is out of the way that you've got to do now. Clear the calendar, clear the schedule. Beginning at noon with Penn State, Minnesota, get ready. Because coming 3.30, there will be no time for rest as LSU takes on Alabama. Joe Burrow versus Tua. Two guys who in all likelihood might be playing on Sundays there uh, in the very near future. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. But first, just to round out, of course, uh, the day that was yesterday and the day that uh, was 11 and two, the favorites ended up dominating straight up. But there were, we told you, a couple of outright dog winners, that being the Philadelphia Eagles uh, going on the road, upending Uh, The Buffalo Bills and, of course, the Chicago Bears chargered themselves uh, as the Charger getting three and a half on the road ended up winning 17-16. There were a couple of other interesting wins yesterday by, well, Contrarians had a good time yesterday. Contrarians uh, ended up cashing the, uh, the trend fate of the trendy dog. Two trendy dogs yesterday that most people were backing because, well, Dogs will continue to win, especially those on the road. The the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks were a uh, two point, uh, two and a half point underdog on the road to Tennessee, taking on uh, Ryan Tannehill and company. Yeah, well, they got classic Jameis Winston yesterday. Four turnovers, allowing Tannehill and company to be able to upend uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. There, they took care of business, twenty seven to twenty three. 
They won that game. The over did cash, though, which was one of our favorite plays uh, over the weekend, as well as the Jaguars covered the seven points against that they were laying at home against the New York Jets. Many people thought it was going to be a bounce back situation for the New York Jets. Well, he did bounce back, good old Sam Darnold, with the ghosts and everything else. Uh, He didn't turn the ball over four times. He actually only turned it over three times yesterday to that defense. That was also missing three starting linebackers. Uh, Yes, that's right. Three starting linebackers for the Jags didn't make a difference. The offensive line could not protect Darnold. He was under duress the whole day, and he basically threw balls up for grabs, and they were grabbed only by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gardner Minshew continues to make his case to be the starting quarterback, even when Nick Foles gets ready to come back, should be sometime next week or within the next two weeks. Ultimately, it might not matter as Gardner Minshew continues to lead this team over, uh, well, some pretty bad teams, including now the one in six New York Jets. And yeah, I think the whole Adam Gase era is starting to come into focus now for people to realize what he did to this Miami Dolphins organization. He is now continuing to destroy the New York Jets organization. Just bad across the board there yesterday for them. But the other New York team, the Giants, they were getting six and a half points. And boy, oh boy, a late touchdown there to Saquon Barkley. Got the back door working for folks uh, there. The uh, New York Trail 31 to 19 late in the game. And Daniel Jones hit Saquon left with uh, a minute 23 in the fourth quarter. They lost, but they covered 31 to 26. Monster day for Danny Dimes. Yep, four touchdown passes over 300 yards. Ultimately, the one score that ended up doing them in was a Danny Dimes backwards pass to Saquon Barkley, which was uh, picked up, by the way, by a uh, defender of the <laughs> former giant, in fact, uh, picked the ball up and ran it into the end zone for a quick uh, six points there, ultimately making it seven. Stafford had a monster day, too. Uh, don't want to take anything away from Detroit. They bounced back. They won that game. They deserved to win it. The Giants, that defense could not get off the field on third down. That proved to be the biggest part of it. But Saquon looked uh, good. Danny Dimes looked good. Evan Ingram looked good. The core of the New York Giants Uh, They finally, for the first time, a little healthier, put it together, were able to exploit that Detroit secondary and put some points on the damn board. But they lost 31-26 and covered. So all in all, we told you, favorites, 3-11-2 straight up. You had two outright dog winners, but you had teams like uh, the Colts. How about the Colts yesterday, huh? Taking on the Broncos? You know it's going bad when Joe Flacco gets up to the podium after the game and blasts the coaching staff about how uh, how ridiculous the play calling was, and rightfully so, at the end of a game in which it was third and five and they had an opportunity to go for it as a, I don't know, two and six team with nothing to lose instead of punting it back to Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts, giving them the opportunity to drive down the field and let Adam Vinatieri, who had missed a field goal and extra point in the game, but managed uh, to kick through 51 yards, the game-winning field goal there, putting the uh, Indianapolis Colts ahead 15 to 13. But the Broncos were getting six points, five and a half, six points. So they did cover, as did the Raiders, who were getting five and a half points there. Deshaun Watson pulling off the miracle of all miracles, foot in the face and everything. Manages to throw a final touchdown there to uh, to Fells there. Darren Fells, the tight end, his second touchdown of the day. 27-24, Texans win, Raiders cover, as would the Atlanta Falcons, who were down 24-0 at half, guys. 24-0 at halftime. And then Seattle stopped playing. And uh, they uh, they continued just to run the ball. Seven and a half points is what they were laying. The Seahawks won. The Falcons covered 27 to 20. Matt Schaub over 400 yards in the air yesterday. Go figure, Matt Schaub. Take your time, Matt Ryan. Many people feel, though, of course, a little too little too late 
as Dan Quinn, in all likelihood, during this bye week for the Falcons, will be relieved of his duties. And uh, that was that. You had a lot of covers. You had a lot of big favorites. Patriots minus 10 win. Saints. We didn't even get to the Saints and Drew Brees return. Uh, No rust there, people. Yeah, no rust there for Drew Brees. Comes in and just runs over, passes over, does everything. Him and Latavius Murray as they pulled away in the fourth quarter. 31-9 to covering the 12 points they were laying over Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals there. Not a big deal there, but Falcons, Broncos, Raiders all cover. Patriots, 49ers, Rams, Saints, favorites, big favorites, all cover, as did the Packers last night. Aaron Rodgers, five-and-a-half-point favorite, 31-24. They win it over the Chiefs, who didn't have Patrick Mahomes. What could have been an epic Sunday night game turned out to be pretty epic. It was actually one of the most entertaining games of the day, 31-24. Ultimately, they made one or two extra plays that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs did not, but I think Matt Moore proved his worth as a backup quarterback in that situation. Don't know whether or not Patrick Mahomes will be back for their game against the Minnesota Vikings this week, but he was out on the field last night during warm-ups, throwing a ball around, running around. Everything looks like it might be a go, but with Matt Moore playing the way he did, don't know that they're going to rush him back exactly right away. And really, given the division they're in, there's no real need to uh, to rush him back there as there's really not going to be anybody nipping on their heels anytime soon. Now get ready. Final game here tonight. Dolphins 0-6, Pittsburgh 2-4. This is what it is all about. Miami is winless. They have a minus 148 point differential on the year. It is the worst in the NFL. Only two, the New York Jets, who, by the way, the Dolphins play this upcoming weekend in uh, in week nine of the uh, college football uh, of the college. Well, it kind of looks like college football, actually, when you watch these two teams. Actually, I don't want to do that to college football. Yeah, the Jets minus 107 point differential are next. It is a uh, rebuild year. We know this, but Fitzmagic under center heading to Pittsburgh in a place that they've done. Uh, he's he's had some success in the past before upending these Steelers or at least covering. Pittsburgh was listed as a 14 and a half point opening home favorite against these Dolphins. A lot of points coming in. A lot of uh, bets rather coming in on the Dolphins. Two thirds of the bets came in on the Dolphins. And uh, yeah. Not expecting the Pittsburgh Steelers to be able to muster up enough offense to be able to win by two touchdowns, but it's hovering around that 13 and a half and 14 point mark tonight. If you want to dive in there, we'll have more on this coming up here on Make It Rain on the grid, sportsgrid.com. This is, as a double digit underdog, the perfect historical spot for a team just like the Dolphins to cover especially this year. Road dogs, double-digit road dogs, 30 and 13 against the number this year. Ouch. Watch out, Pittsburgh. Here come the Dolphins. I can't even say it with a straight face. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have uh, we'll break down this game. We'll talk some uh, NBA, NHL, everything else as well. Coming up, game six of the World Series. We look to make it rain for you on a Monday. SportsGrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! After they won game one and two, sending it back to their building where really at best they just needed to win one game. One game. 19-3 to they got outscored, including again last night, 7-1. to Just not good. Uh, three runs is all they could muster. Going one for 21 with runners in scoring position. When you're facing guys, you know, the number three pitcher, Zach Granke, who has not been great. You faced a bullpen on Saturday, uh, and you could only muster up one run. And then, of course, you did have opportunities against Garrett Cole, just could not get it done. And ultimately, they have the chance of going into the record books as one of the most disappointing World Series losses since, I don't know, let's talk about the Atlanta Braves, huh? Winning the first two games back in 96, was it? Uh, Winning those uh, first two games on the road in Yankee Stadium and then coming back and losing uh, the next uh, four and voila, history has a nasty way of repeating itself because it does look like that's exactly what might happen here. Good news is there is no sort of back spasms with Steven Strasburg, so they will have the guy that they need and that they want on the mound here for game six. The problem is you're giving Verlander another shot at you here. Only this time Verlander has a shot at closing you out. And if you don't start hitting the ball at some particular point here, nationals, uh, it would be a very nice. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure uh, watching you win a couple of games in the world series and then throw up all over yourself. And that's pretty much what happened here over the weekend can't be good. And of course, maybe the worst part of the entire world series here is that mattress Mac. Yes. That annoying old timer who sells mattresses in Houston, who's been putting millions upon millions of dollars backing the Houston Astros to win the world series in total. He is basically now one game away from winning nine. million in bets backing the Houston Astros to win the World Series. And you got to give the guy credit because even when the Astros lost game one, game two, that man kept going to the window, people. That man continued to go and put his money where his mouth was, and he backed him. And it looks like at this point, they only got to win one out of the next two. Looks like he'll be making his $19 million, not to mention got to have a good six, seven million dollars worth of advertising that came from his winnings. Some people just always works out for it. Way to go, Mattress Matt. I got to go to the mattress business. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.